Everybody, and welcome back to the uh, Terror Table, where we're having a Christmas special today. We are uh, that horror movie podcast you come to for the reviews, um, the insights, the the YouTube and the recommends, cheer. and uh, all that, and the Christmas cheer, which we're going to bring up plenty today. I am one of your hosts. My name is Mitch, and with me on this special occasion on Christmas Day, I have. Ho, ho, ho. It's Great St. Kyle. St. St. Kyle. <laughs> and next up, next to him in the, in the other stocking. Uh, I am all the wise men rolled up together boozy. <laughs> oh, that was a lot better, I think, than both of ours, Kyle. <laughs> but yeah, we are, we're... I up. just think that I'd be like uh, like the blob. It would just be all of them put together, but like they didn't want to be. Yeah. Well, we are that uh, we're that horror movie podcast presented by the Saskatchewan Podcast Network. And uh, before we get the show rolling, where we're going to be talking about Inside from 2007, we're going to be doing that new French extreme film. Uh, let's. Do you guys want to let our sponsors speak for a moment? I think we should let them speak. All right, let's just get into it, boys. So it is. It is Christmas. The year. It's nearly gone. It, oh, God, I can't wait for the it to years be gone. 1990. It? Oh, man. Yeah. See, that's what sucks. Like, I feel like it's been such a crazy year for everyone. Obviously, we can look back on it on our next episode, which is going to be our annual top tens. I don't know. We might we might try something a little different this year. We might do like top fives and then just do a bunch of other stuff, uh, have an open conversation. But every year, we always like to roll in the new year with uh, talking about our favorites of the previous year. Last, then, year was uh, like, last year was like four hours long or something like that. Last year was like insane. <laughs> yeah, the, that won't happen again, I don't think. By the end of the episode, we started giving like our music recommendations, but I think we were all too drunk to really remember what music we listened to. So it was pretty you know, that That happens sometimes. <laughs> but I don't know. I think the four hour episodes are behind me now. Like I definitely am uh, not into those anymore. Uh, I, I don't think we'll let it happen. We're probably not going to talk about our music <laughs> recommendations <laughs> next next episode. Um, well, it's fun to have one every like once a year. If it happens once a year, it's okay, you know. Or let's just like who's making the rules? Let's do that a, on its own separate episode. Like who right. gives a fuck That's at this point, point? You know. Fair enough. <laughs> if if this last couple years has taught us anything, it's that nothing fucking matters. Right. So. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. <laughs> And with that cheery... Ring, ring in the new year. Or, yeah, ring in Christmas with that kind of cheer. It's cheery. funny because, like, we'll talk about more next next episode, but, like, this was a fucking banger year for me. Like, this was the best year of my life, honestly. Well, there uh, you go. But I know, I know that it hasn't been that way for a lot of people, but you know what? It's nice It's nice for your boy to get one once in a while. Yeah. It's nice that... De- yeah, it's nice Sometimes that daddy got a dub this up year. Everything's coming up Millhouse. Yeah. Yeah, so well, at least it's better. Like, you know, I'm pretty sure every other year I've been like, fuck, I just wanted to die. I kind of want to live this year. So maybe... Just kind of. <laughs> yeah, kind of. 
<laughs> we'll see. We all know shit can change the drop of a hat. Of. We've upgraded um, to kind of. But yeah, we're going to talk about... I. It was my recommendation to uh, do... Like, obviously, we're going to do a Christmas movie. But like the complete dumb fucks that we are, the first year that we did this, we covered like pretty much every single Christmas movie that's worth talking about. Right. Uh, like, but you know what? It's been so long; those episodes are gone. <laughs> I'm sure eventually we'll be able to do a Krampus episode again. Remember, Krim- uh, what, what happened to Klaus, the Krimbus creature? Klaus, the Krimbus creature. You kind of sound um, like Klaus, the Krimbus creature, right now. Do I? Yeah. In a good way, though. Of course, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah. Um, I think he's dead. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Um, like, I don't know if you guys have seen what's going on in, like, Ukraine. Oh. But, like, Russia's up on that border, and, like, Klaus just oh. stood no yeah, chance. Speaking of Klaus, though, this is super not horror and off-topic, but, uh, have either of you watched Klaus, the, the, like the animated 2D, movie? Uh, animated movie? Yeah, that's a really good movie. It's so good. Yeah, I just great. watched it a couple weeks ago, and holy fuck, it's awesome. Um... But yeah, we're we need a 2D resurgence. It's time. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, no, I'm I miss 2D animation because I don't know. There's been lots of really good animated movies recently. I saw a bunch this year. Mitchell's vs. the Machines is without a doubt in my top five. Still gotta watch like it. I, that movie, oh. so good. Yeah, so I good. loved it. And uh, Luca was pretty good. Oh, loved Luca. Yeah, Big I just Luca watched fan. that too. Yeah, it was really good. Um, but yeah, I guess we can talk about some horror movies. I guess we, we need to bring in some Luca and Mitchell's vs. the Machines when we're talking about a movie oh God. about a woman who's trying to get her baby stolen while it's still in her uh, tum-tum. Um, tum-tum. But yeah, that was a fr- like, so this was my second time seeing it. I had completely forgotten almost everything, so I, it's going to be nice, the three of us. I know you guys hadn't seen it before, hey? Yeah, this is, uh, nope. is going to be nope. a fun one. <laughs> I figure um, after this one... Uh, Boozy's gonna get to choose which movie because <laughs> I, I have no idea if you loved Inside or not but uh, I, I just know historically <laughs> we, we have a bit of a divide when it comes to the French extreme mm-hmm. movies uh, with right. Boozy so uh, we'll, we'll see who, who knows who knows what's gonna happen in that gift basket at the end I'll never tell <laughs> until later so yes. mysterious alright you guys wanna catch up on some some horror cinema please yeah, I would I would actually like to quickly cuz we didn't get you uh on the episode last week Kyle. Give Drag me to I would love to. Um do you want yeah. me to fill you in or I'll tell yeah, you how you it went afterward. Actually no, our listeners don't need to relive that twice. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Sorry. Deal. Well, actually I guess I know Mitch loves this movie, but Boozy mm-hmm. Boozy tell me your feelings on it first a little bit. Just just a little bit. Um it reminded me a lot of Malignant Oh, okay. Just just quick, in terms of, like, things I've seen recently that kind of, like, fit together right, right. for me. That's um, fair. And it's just, it was, it was a little too, how would I say, it was a little too having fun mm. for my taste. It was um, too every fun. Every once in a while, some cool stuff happened, <laughs> but yeah. It was too, <laughs> too fun. Too much fun yeah, for exactly. Cut back on the fun. <laughs> Guys, like, you know when when people are throwing up and, mm-hmm. chi- and like, you know, sucking that is interesting. Yeah, we spent a decent amount here, of time man. on the chin sucking. That's interesting to me because as I'm sure you'd expect. Correct me if I'm wrong, please. I could be wrong about this, but I feel like I feel like you probably like zany stuff the most out of us. Am I wrong? Me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I. It just. I feel like in certain. Yeah, I feel like in certain things. Yeah, that's fair. No, I, I get it. No, I'm not saying just because it's zany means you have to like it, but I guess like 
in a way it's surprising in that mm-hmm. respect it's surprising i think it, you don't like your horror goofy not yeah not particularly but i mean there are certain things where i, I can have like fun with it's just yeah there there are certain ones like like i think the maybe I, I don't know if i mentioned this on the episode but i think the thing with that uh, drag me to hell is it's really bipolar with being like so over the top goofy and then having right. like serious stuff that I think that like for me I couldn't settle into because like there are a ton of like horror movies that have comedy elements that I think are, are great Minch mentioned a little while ago he'd watched murder party and I remember that being like super fun it's just kind of like when it was right. bouncing back and forth it's hard for me to uh, enjoy it as much yeah you're anyway. also not a gross out guy not well, entirely, it's good to yeah. know. It's good anyway, to know because I, the, I, uh, like, I know, yeah, like I said, I know Mitchell loves this one. So really, I just needed to get the, I needed to get do, the do guys, understanding. Do you guys get where I'm coming from with it? Like, where, where like, it reminds me of Malignant. Totally. I really do. Big time. Yeah. Yes. And, and I mean Malignant's that, and I mean that in a good banger. way for like, you know, it's just, they, they seem well, very similar. And this and, is my uh, first time watching Drag Me the Hell. And if yeah. I had seen it before Malignant, I think I definitely would have thought of this film while watching Malignant, like without a doubt, for sure. Um, uh, for the most part, right. actually, no, almost entirely. I really liked this movie. Like, honestly, the <laughs> very first, I, I actually still feel this way though, but like the, the opening scene, I still hate. I really dislike that. Like, as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, man, I don't know. Like, I just, like, I wasn't sure. Like, I couldn't tell if it was, like, like I just couldn't tell the angle it was going for. And obviously, that I, I got the answer, like, right away. And, like, I understood, like, what the film's going for. I still think, looking back on it, that that was a little too zany for me. Like, it's funny, but, okay, now I have, I'm going to be thinking about Malignant the whole time I'm talking about this now. But it, it is kind of, like, Malignant, though, where, like, they give you that, like, kind of hook at the very beginning to kind of like give you a taste of what to expect to some extent this film does that as well right, you're like oh okay serious serious like subject matter right and but, but, just, but yeah, I, I mean on. more so like uh like the ridiculous nature of it how that's gonna poke through and like in the in this opening scene it's like i couldn't honestly tell if it was a parody or a fake film or if it was taking itself seriously eventually like i said i got the answer to that all of the above and, I, and it's all of the above and it and it, it really, really works. I do still think the opening scene is just, for some reason, just like too, it's a little too much for me. And there are f- the uh, odd moment like that, the odd, like other moments like that throughout the film that I do, like, don't feel as strong about because I think it's more cohesive and I think it's a bit more like intentional, like at the point in the film when you get to these certain moments i won't spoil it like things as again people listen to this too much but when these kind of like zanier things happen like you've already kind of become accustomed to like how the film wants to go about itself and how like i guess like the universe like <laughs> interacts with itself and so in, in that regard it totally works and i think i think it just feels like Raimi having so much fun like this kind of just feels like he's like this must have been not that long after spider-man 3 so like you know, and not that like those films are totally bad. Two years after, like Spider-Man Three, I do enjoy to some extent. I don't know if people still hate that movie. I don't really care either. But, anyways, um, I feel like you, after you do like a trilogy of superhero films, you're gonna want to just like do something different or go back to your roots or all the above or whatever the hell. And I cleanse your palate exactly. And to me, this was just like a great example of that. And him kind of working like at full force, like. I guess, like, some of the CGI, obviously, is, like, kind of dated, and, like, 
that's hard to ignore. Just cleanse your palate. But for the most part, I give it. And his ideas are so fucking bizarre totally. to begin with. So it's like hard to exactly. animate it, you know? I think there was just that period in the 2000s like that was all looked like that. Totally. I, I'm not harping on that too much, but I mean, it's definitely like, I'd be lying if it didn't like take me out of it at some moments, but but that being said, like it is jarring and it's supposed to be jarring. So like when it, when it happens, it's happening with a purpose. So even if the CGI isn't like top notch, um, the fact that it's jarring is still like communicated really well. So it works. It's um, jarring. I didn't. Yeah. yeah. Like I just didn't know what to expect totally because I was like, fuck man, is this going to be some like weird trash? Like, is this, a, is this like the, like, I don't really, I didn't know anything about this movie to be honest with you. I, I had no relationship or connection to drag me to hell in the slightest. I didn't even know it was directed by Sam Raimi. I remember this film coming out and being like, I don't know. That looks kind of like, you know, kind of a flavor of the month horror film from 2009. There was a lot of films that looked like this, but weren't actually like this film. So when it was coming out, I didn't watch it. I truly didn't have much interest in it. Um, and um, Kyle, I don't. When you mentioned that, it just made me think of. Do you guys remember the right? No. Yes, Wait, I saw that. Is that the one with piece like, of shit in the theater? That for yeah, Anthony Hopkins. Yes, yeah. Holy yeah. fuck, that's a bad movie. Yeah, like when you were saying like all these mid two yeah. thousand. For well, so, some yeah. reason, exactly. I, I can picture the <laughs> wow. cover of that as being the poster child for like trash. Boozy, you're on time. fire because honestly, it's not until this week because I think I'm a little more sober than I was at the, the main feature of the last week's episode. Um, but like malig, the oh, mal- I didn't even notice. You I were- just felt like like I was the one who I edited <laughs> that one, and I want to apologize to everyone because I feel like I just nonstop. I like didn't shut up. But that's kind of what well, you're the movie, what that I mean, movie that's, does to me. Exactly. It and makes sense. And I can see why you would love this movie. Really but this is definitely a majority yeah, film, ours. for sure. Well, it's that, it's that, and it's like, I had that crazy, like, history with it. Like, the, the reason Morgan was on for that, that was our first date. Like, right. we went to that right. as a first date. And uh, it, you know what's crazy, you guys? Yeah, I put this on my Instagram story today, yeah. but... I found this today. Insane. It's the Dragon of Hell. It's the Coop. It's the Rainbow Cinemas. What are the chances? Yeah, I know. Especially, like, at this time. Man, I have a collection. Like, there's a box somewhere full yeah, of I those have this I have. And totally. Twilight, New Moon, New Moon and then yeah. uh, uh, hot, hot Tub Time Machine. I recently but, found a bunch, too. I found my... Uh, uh, Scott, oh, what's John Tucker <laughs> must die. Only the Take it to John Tucker must die. Nice, yep. that's, a, that's a good one. Scott Pilgrim must Scott die. Pilgrim must die. Um, but uh, anyway, more or less, like I feel like I'm sounding a little like negative on the film, but I'm not. No, like, not at all. I, not at all. I just, I guess, like the context of it was really intriguing to me because it handles it in a really interesting way with like it's, it's kind of zaniness and more like I guess dramatic elements or however you want to put it, or more like traditional horror elements, but it. It's just like no one else can really do this shit but Raimi. Like honestly, Agreed. like and James Wan, and honestly, that's what and I was James trying to Wan, get at before. Sure. Like, but even then, it's more like James Wan's like take on it and like feel to it. Like if anything, yeah. I think of like more of like his earlier work when I watch Malignant to some extent. I don't necessarily think of like Raimi too too much. Oh, I do. I, well, especially the in, Insidious movies. Like, it, like that's what I'm saying. Is like I didn't even clue into how brilliant of a correlation it is between Malignant and Drag Me to Hell. I guess what I'm saying is like when you watch Malignant, you kind of get like you still you can see the bits and pieces of James Wan himself. Obviously, I'm sure he was influenced by Raimi. There's no doubt in my mind that he was. But the same feeling I get watching that watching Dragon to Hell, you can't help but feel of like just Raimi DNA all over the place and just yeah. want him Evil to express himself 
in a you know in kind of like a yeah you got one of those black lights and you're like there's <laughs> Ramey all over this and it's just it's just such a ballsy move even in 09 to really give Jason like Justin Long a platform like that to me is just like I love Justin I Long. really I fucking hate Justin Long Oh. I can't believe Hollywood spent so much money trying to make him a star. It just doesn't make sense to me. Like that's how I feel about Timothy Chalamet. Oh man, whatever. You can say what I you want. Watched, uh, I just watched Dune last night, and I, like, here's the thing, though: is I, I, just, I need one of to them say is Oscar, Oscar nominated, and one of them isn't. That's <laughs> fucking ridiculous that he's Oscar nominated. Even I, like, I, call it by your name is like a, an amazing performance that Justin yeah, Long I'm, wishes I'm not, he could. I'm do. not into pedophile movies, so it doesn't work for me. But well, like, you love cannibal I, stuff, I, though. That much I can say. It, yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> no, but like th- that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying is like I, I was last night years old when I watched Dune. Sure. And I was like, you know what, Mitch? Like I just me and Kyle were talking about this before we started the podcast today about letting certain things go. Like I, I'm I'm no longer letting people ruin movies for me. Like a fan base, it's so easy to let like the toxic Star Wars fans ruin the excitement for you. And it's right. like I'm just gonna choose to ignore all that. And if I see it, I'm gonna just get it off my feed, get it off my radar. But Timothy Chalamet is one of those things where it's like, God damn it. I just need to accept that he's going to be a movie star because he's not going anywhere. It doesn't no, seem true. like it. He's and not he's, going anywhere. Lucas Hedges is like still in bad. that ditch. But I mean, <laughs> yeah. Chalamet, he's Dude, rocking. Chalamet's not bad. That's all I'll say. But it's just like, I just don't buy it. Like, I'm so fucking well, tired he, of He's Hollywood insanely hyped up. There's no, I ha- of course you're tired of him. Like, everybody. It's Timothy Chalamet, yeah. Oscar Isaac, or fucking, uh, and I love Oscar Isaac. Oh, but yeah. it's like, can can there be someone else who can play some roles like i'm watching the card counter tonight yeah and, like where's where's david spade where, no where's where's the movie stars man there's like the fact that oscar isaac is in like every fucking movie i've seen this year i really like oscar isaac but take a day off timothy chalamet take a fucking lap bro like maybe maybe you don't need to be the leader of the resistance who's gonna fucking go and fight a planet because you don't buy timothy chalamet as this fucking lethal warrior uh, do you buy him as willy wonka i do buy him as willy so, wonka that's all i can think about he will be everybody a, gets a dub he's totally a gene wilder type dude like he i'll tell oh. you who's not a gene wilder type dude justin long justin long <laughs> is like such a worm he's just a worm kind of guy like oh, i don't man. know kyle was probably that one kid that didn't like dodgeball yeah. i love dodgeball he's good like i like justin long when he's not oh, trying did you just give him a little bit of credit there? Like, i guess like justin long works when he's like he's really trying to give away all mm, when he d- when he knows he has no confidence, that's when I like Justin. But Long. that's that's when he has he's always playing that yeah. too, though. But that's why he's so good in Zach and Mary make a porno as well. I don't know if you remember eh. his role in that. Like he's good. No one does. <laughs> I do. No that's does. like the most memorable part of the Kevin Smith. What what was that fucking dog shit? The uh, uh, reboot. Yeah, Jane Silent Smith reboot. One. It's like the only good part. I don't know, man. Uh, like he was in that one movie for a good time. Call. I, I remember. think it's because I like him on his podcast. Like, I listen to his podcast, and he's really, really good. You're a big uh, Tusk, very Tusk, tusk I fucking hate Tusk. <laughs> fucking so hate when he plays a loser. I don't know, I like, oh, I like, uh, fuck, what's that movie? Accepted? I like Accepted. Oh my god, yes, of course. We've all yes. seen Accepted a hundred times. We're pulling all these weird deep pulls from, like, the what mid-2000s. What do you want? That's expect. That's really yeah, all exactly. I have. That's all I got to my name. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> moral of the story is I really enjoyed Drag Me to Hell. Uh, the lead, what's her name? Allison? Allison yeah, uh, Loman? Loman. She yeah. was great. She's fucking fantastic in that movie. Really okay, good. good. I yeah, loved we her. We can settle that debate now because that's one thing we talked about uh, a lot on the last oh. episode. 
she was great, like really, really good. Um, I'm still I think she was really good, and she was just fearing it. for it's her just... life because she was getting thrown around the room by Sam Raimi. <laughs> Yeah, well, I do have like, to say though, how fun do you think the the grave pit would have been? Oh, like she was just see, right sloshing that around. Was in fucking there. sick. That was what I really. That, that's when I kind of knew, like, okay, this movie's like, you could tell there's so much heart in this film because the fact that like the water started like caving in on her and like she like the the fact that that scenario played out the way that it did is like genius because like nine out of ten <laughs> fucking filmmakers wouldn't do that. I swear yeah. to God, like that's that that's really. That's really well, like, maybe it's obvious, but, like, I'll tell you right now, it's not obvious. Like, that is a really great way to go about that scene. It's fucking great. Right. And I also love, okay, I got two more things. I love when they're in the cafe and she, like, is looking at, like, who she should, uh, I guess, sacrifice, more or less. And she looks at this old poor man who's, like, looks like he's, like, about to, you know, croak at any minute and it's the most film student thing you've seen in your entire life and then yeah. she immediately decides not to I'm like fuck yes that's awesome yeah. like so funny and, and, and to be fair it would have worked anyways if it happened that way but I don't know just a lot of good stuff and then the other thing I'll mention um, is when she's in her bedroom uh, when they're telling her that oh you just have PTSD or something like that they're like blaming it on something of something else instead of her being cursed for some reason she has something called an eye buddy i don't know if you guys remember these things they were little skins for your ipod mini oh, right you took a picture of this <laughs> they're little they're little skins for your ipod mini that have like legs and feet and they mm-hmm. just like sit on Let your desk kind of like a this. i guess like a stand almost and they're completely rubber you can buy them for like a dollar at the dollar store for some reason she she has one of those on her desk, empty though. No iPod in it. It's just sitting there empty as if it's like a toy or something. It's one of the most fucked up set design things I've seen in my entire life. In 2009, <laughs> nobody had an iPod mini. It was fucking psycho. Only Raimi would approve that. So, yeah. Was was like, cool. Do you think somebody, like, after the fact, like, in between takes, was like, Where's my iBuddy? I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's the Starbucks but- coffee. No, that wasn't a Starbucks coffee thing. That was, like, oddly intentional. It made no fucking sense. It was so weird. Um, and I guess for reasons like that, I, yeah, I enjoyed it. I can't use my nano without um, my buddy. I would love to watch it again. I really would. I'm, yeah. like, looking forward to watching it again. It gets better every time you watch it. <laughs> give it time. Yeah, give it time. I think we spent just about as much time this week as we did last week on it, so that's great. Uh, boozy. You want to fill us in on something you watched? Yeah, I have a bunch of stuff, but let's go. First one I watched, I decided I was going to check out The Night House, David Bruckner's 2021 film, The Night House. Um, Mitch mentioned this last episode, but you guys haven't heard. I believe it was last episode. It's not out yet, yeah. But you guys haven't heard that yet. Yeah. Um, By the time people will be here this, it will be out. Um, Anyway, um, I... He, you're totally right. I really enjoyed this movie. Um, I think it's a really cool take on dealing with grief and finding closure while also just being really, um, how would I put it? Just really mean about it. Like, I, I think this, this film is definitely, uh, it's, it's going through some shit. Like, I feel like this film is working out a lot of things and taking out anger and frustrations and uh you know some of the things that come with maybe being in a long-term relationship and and you know getting to know who your partner truly is 
and I, I think that it's it kind of it's interesting that it pulls back layers that way. I, I really like this movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's totally fun. It does remind me. You were right. It does remind me a lot of something like The Lodge. Um, I I think that maybe some of the writing. Uh, I don't want to give too much away because I think people should definitely check this out. Um, I think some of the ideas for the husband were super cool, and then they kind of tinkered with it a bit and I understand there's for the the sake of the story but I feel like they could have if there was a way they could have done both I would have really enjoyed that but um I think I think the end of this movie is a lot of fun well, I gotta do Rebecca I like think, that uh, who's it Rebecca Hall is yeah the Woody movie? Allen sympathizer she's so good in that movie Oh, she's a. I, yeah, she, I like how everyone has like a tagline of like a shitty. She's yeah. but. Why are you gonna, why are you but gonna? to be fair, when I talked about last week, I said like she is fucking phenomenal in that movie. Like she, she's such a good right, actor. Yes. Well, give it time. Yeah. Um, so beyond that, um, great performance by her, and yeah, definitely check out the light, uh, the night house, not the lighthouse. Also check out the lighthouse. Cool. Yeah, that's that's one that seems to be popping up on most people's end of the year list for uh, horror. It seems like a lot of people really, really dug that and one. Rightfully so. Yeah. I think uh, I, I think it's not as strong as the, um, the not ritual, even close, but, but it's still a good movie. It is good. Oh, totally, and it's completely different, uh, like story elements and everything. I'm just saying, if I'm comparing its two films, I think, but, you know, but you know what I mean fantastic. by like the scares in that one, though, like with like the crown molding and houses and shit, and like the use of shadows and shapes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's to me my that was my favorite. Yeah, that was my favorite part about it. I was like, God damn, like, I've never seen that in a film before. So it's always exciting when you see someone create a new type of scare. You know, now that you mention it, I totally forgot that. Yeah, that is probably one of the coolest things. And I I think I did see a couple people mentioning it kind of being like um, Invisible Man. I think I like this more than the Invisible Man, but I get where people are coming from with that. And I. Well, it's it's a kind of lazy comparison. And I'm. The, you know, I'm the one who brought that up, but at like last week, like I, I no, I, I understand where you're coming yeah. from, though. Like you can you can have a pretty couple of pretty good uh, moments in either of those movies using yeah. that same yeah. kind. No, of it's idea. Uh, it's definitely one worth checking out this year. Uh, Kyle, you should definitely check that one out before we're, yeah, the year is out. Um, also, I guess you know Rebecca Hall. Say what you want. Uh, she also directed a really great movie this year called Passing, which is not a horror film, but I would suggest it just crazy to see that she has been up to so much stuff is it a movie about traffic <laughs> it's not about traffic no it's about passing for white passing for being white but it's, it's really good I, let me it's, be it's okay. very crystal clear okay. I, I think I, Rebecca Hall is tremendous like in almost everything she does like she's such a good actor oh interesting okay it's not my fault she's okay with uh, child molestation <laughs> no comment on that one have you seen Christine? Like the movie that she stars oh, yeah. in? Fucking great movie. So good. That's a really she's good movie. She's so good in the town. The town? Or wait, The Prestige is where I first saw her. <laughs> Who is, what is she um, in The Prestige? I haven't seen that movie in so like, long. She's like, yeah, she's one of the mains. Like she's uh, one of the girls that helps uh, Christian Bale uh, oh, with his tricks. Right, 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 right. Okay, yeah. yeah. No, cool. I'm not like, yeah, but really I'm going to peep this, Nighthouse. What, is this on like Netflix or something or where can I find this? Um, I think like I rented it on Amazon. Okay. Noted. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I have a bunch of different apps now going. Tell me about it. Yeah, it's always a. You know what? I I uh, I'm gonna come back to this when we talk about our next. Understood. Continue. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I just have uh, two short ones to talk about this week, and by short ones, I mean two short films. Mm. Oh, cool. That are both on uh, both on YouTube, and I 
I could not recommend both of them more, but actually the one I've had on my list the last couple episodes and I wanted to save it to talk about when Kyle's going to be here. And also they're both Christmas themed, so it kind of works out this way. Um, But before I get onto that, I just want to say if you're listening to this and you haven't heard it yet, I was recently on my friend's show, Let's Talk About Stuff, Uh, the boys who were on for our episode on teeth. Uh, They wanted to do an episode on Black Christmas from 1974, one of our favorite horror movies here. And I went on for that, and it was an absolute blast, like it always is. We talk a lot about why TV film programming, or sorry, TV programming. Talk lots, talked about uh, Big Wolf on campus. Yeah. Uh oh, Re- reboot. Hell yeah. yeah. Break With a friend high. of the show in Big Wolf, um, <laughs> Adam McDonald. Yeah, Adam McDonald. <laughs> um yeah yeah so we do that we talk about uh, metallica and uh, it was it was a lot of it was a lot of fun wait you I, just talked about saint anger or no we talked about some kind of monster and yes yeah, so, so uh, in, of course yeah like, of course yeah I, that's right, what i said right. too i was just like why yeah. everywhere i go i get dragged into this conversation it's uh, one of the two and it is i was gonna say i don't think i've ever heard anybody being like i wonder what mitch thinks about injustice or something <laughs> like, well they were ever. talking about some kind of monster like and it's a documentary about the making of St. Anger. That's the one where James just cries about it. Everyone cries in that whole movie. It's so good. It's actually a masterpiece documentary. It is really good. It's a really good doc. But yeah, (laughs) check out that episode. You've heard me talk about Black Christmas plenty of times on here, but it's fun talking with them about it. So obviously did my annual Black Christmas screening. Watch that again. This was the first time that I watched it with subtitles. So the only thing I'll say on this episode, the rest you got to go over and hear it on the Let's Talk About Stuff feed. Um, but that was the first time. So I picked up on every single word that Billy says on the phone and fuck me. Is it great? Like, goddamn, that movie's just, it's so good. I love, I love it. It's a Christmas staple for me. I also rewatched black Xmas and I kind of like it more every time I watch it. (laughs) Like the, Still haven't seen. Oh that. man, Kyle! Holy shit, you would love that movie because it is. Oh yeah, that oh, fits totally yeah. in with the mid two thousand. I gotta think like, I like. It's like a CW made yeah. Black Christmas, but with like the most. They take all of Billy's phone calls in like the original, where it's just all insinuated. You just hear him speaking crazy talk, and they make it all literal. <laughs> In uh, Black Xmas. Oh, and then Disney Shell Trachtenberg Cole on yes. there. Yeah, and he's got John to see looks like John Simpson. <laughs> it's a whole thing. Yeah, and man, Harriet the Spy. Yeah, Harriet the shit? Spy. Oh, the, yeah. the, the, it's all. Of, it was all of Vancouver alumni, except for Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who, <laughs> goddamn, right, love her. Right. Uh, but yeah, out. so check out that episode. I I fucking love those guys. And so yeah, on to the 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 short films. Uh, I'll start with Whistle, and I'll come to you. Have you guys heard about this? No, I don't think so. No. All right. So, like I said, both of these you can find on uh, on YouTube. This one is from 1968. I believe it was a part of a TV series. Like, oh, so these aren't even new. Was- oh no. Well, no, no. Neither of them are new. Uh, but cool, I, cool. I actually, I'm going to be honest with you. I think because it was my friend uh, Diana who showed this one to me. Is whistle and I'll come to you. She was she prefaced it by saying like. It's technically not a Christmas movie, but everyone kind of associates it with Christmas because it's very cold and it seems like it's set around mm-hmm. that time of year. Um, and it's it's a like classic BBC adaptation of an equally classic ghost story about a skeptical professor on vacation in Norfolk who finds a cursed whistle. Unlike most other episodes in this documentary series about music, this one is a live-action folklore. So I guess I, I didn't need to read that part. I was trying to make it right. seem like I'm... 
Yeah, like not reading the IMDb synopsis. <laughs> you sold it. Because um, I watched this, yeah, it was like almost a month ago. But this is a movie, or a short film, that features one of the most chilling images I've ever seen in my life. And the reason I want to talk about with Kyle is like, it was one. it's one of those things, they actually featured this in Woodlands, Dark and Days Bewitched, that three and a half hour folk horror documentary that I watched. Um, they feature this in there as well. But there is a scare in this short that is the only thing that I can compare it to is Jonathan Glazer's wow. Under the Skin. And the, when I'm talking like the, the mm-hmm. skin popping scene, it's not, it's not, it's not a skin popping scene, but it's just like the use. It's, it's one of the most bizarre visuals I've ever seen. And it comes out of fucking nowhere. And, I, and I'm still trying to wrap my head around. I haven't looked it up because I almost don't want to know how they did it because it's just so so chilling this looks awesome uh so it's very very creepy i highly recommend giving it a watch it's not that short it's like 42 minutes right (laughs) okay that one is 42 minutes but it's that's cool no uh, and 38 minutes of it is a guy eating soup and talking to himself (laughs) yo now we're talking this sounds up my alley Well, maybe is, I will blow the whistle. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> is this just like Twin Peaks? What the fuck? Oh, it's, yeah, it's very, very strange. Oh, um, cool, like man. I said, it's, it's a BBC uh, episode, so check that out. Shout out BBC. And we know that Kyle yeah. loves BBC. <laughs> the the one that I really want to be a cheerleader for is it's from 2008. It's a short film that I have no idea how I had never seen it until recently. And since I was first shown it the same night with Diana and like this, that, so Diana's pick was Whistle and I'll Come to You. This pick was Nicholas Humphreys. Um, it's called Treevenge. Have you guys seen Treevenge? Treevenge. Okay. So no, this I've one is uh, directed by Jason Eisner, who is the man behind Hobo with a Shotgun. Oh, okay. Um, he was an executive producer on Turbo Kid, and he also did uh, Dark Side of the Ring. Like he's the director of all the those episodes, which that show was just fucking mm. phenomenal. But so Treevenge, uh, it also stars J Rock from uh, Sick Trailer Park Boys. Yeah, J Rock Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> right. So Jonathan Torrance he had, he had nothing and going uh, on. Sarah Sarah Dunsworth, who plays uh, what's her name? And yeah, she's just Sarah Sarah in uh, Trailer Park Boys. Jonathan Torres also famously plays um, Emma's father in Degrassi: The Next Generation, the one who yes, jumps off yes, of a correct. bridge. Yes. So after doing acid. Shout out Degrassi. <laughs> the the synopsis. I, I, the less I tell you about this, the better. It's just everybody listening, every single one of you, needs to. Treevenge is now a Christmas staple for me. I will never go a year without watching this. It's a 17-minute short film about <laughs> the genocide of trees at Christmas and them getting their revenge. And it is one of the funniest fucking things I've seen in my life. I've watched it multiple times now. When I went back to Saskatoon for the film festival, on my last day before I flew out, my family was just sitting around the living room having some tea, and uh, we, my mom bought some donuts, but my whole family was there. Kids were downstairs, obviously. And I had said, you know what? I think you guys need to see Treevenge. <laughs> so when you watch when you watch Treevenge, no, just think about me watching that with my entire family. Okay. Uh, I know Nick showed this to his class at Christmas um, a couple of years ago at VFS, like Vancouver Film School, and he got into a little bit of trouble for doing it because um, someone said that it was too much. 
And uh, I think you'll understand where I'm coming from, but like... Uh, some right. uptight liberal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Scummy. Uh, I cannot recommend Treevenge enough. Uh, there are some moments in this thing that are just my favorite. Like, I haven't cackled like that. And spoiler, my, my whole family was laughing, except for I think my mom stopped laughing at a certain point, And then I think my sister was crying <laughs> by the end of it. Wow. Uh, it is bizarre, and I'm sure there are so many people out there listening, being like, "How the fuck have you not watched Revenge?" Because I don't know, I, I didn't know it was even available on YouTube, it's, but it, it's it's so good. Uh, it's like I like Hobo with the Shotgun a lot. Like I, I like that movie, but that movie would be so fucking good if it was 20 minutes long in a short film. Right? Uh, yeah, that's fair. It, um, that the sense. joke kind of wears off after a while, and you can only handle so much insanity. Yeah, Revenge, it's a hundred percent. It's just so good. I loved it. Uh, highly recommend checking it out this Christmas season. If you're listening to this the day it comes out, please watch Treevenge. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's all I got this week, boys. So I'm going to pass it back to Kyle. I, I'm bone dry, baby. I'm sorry. Mm, just the way I like you. Yeah, that's right. Uh, boozy, what else? <laughs> what else? <laughs> hey, I like the honesty. <laughs> How am I supposed to follow that up? All right. I got three left, and we're going to talk about all of them, and... I can't wait to talk about one in particular. Kind of scared. All right. So, let me go back to... Remember a couple seconds ago on this episode where I mentioned about having a bunch of apps? Kyle, do you mm-hmm. still have Mubi? I, yeah, I do still have Mubi. I do. Can you either watch something for... it's a, There's a short on here that I just found from this director, and I was wondering if I could... Uh, use it to watch this anyway so here's where i'm going with this uh so (laughs) you could get a free trial i just i literally want to watch this like five minute short and then i would never use it again we'll 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 get some uh we'll get some login details shared here yeah fuck movie yeah okay so if you just want to like uh say it right now out loud as well as maybe like your credit card information and those three (laughs) wacky numbers on the back Okay, so we're going to talk no. about... First, we're going to talk no about... No one knows what those are for. Yeah. <laughs> They're secret numbers. Um, this is an Australian horror film. So, Mitch, listen up. Uh, from 2020. Uh, this is a uh, directorial debut of Justin McMillan. Uh, and it's called Sweet River. Ooh. Uh, so, Sweet River is about a woman who goes back to a small town looking for her son who was murdered by a child serial killer. Um, but, uh, so basically what happened is the, the killer killed all these kids. They found all the bodies except for this woman's kid. So her whole point, the whole movie is she's trying to find out where her kid is and she keeps going onto this property where all the other bodies were found. And it basically turns into this whole town is hiding a secret, and she slowly unravels it. <laughs> Doesn't that feel like every yeah, horror movie ever? Sounds about right. Going to a small town and unravels a mystery. Um, <laughs> but but anyway, this this film, I, I think you guys, I think both you guys really like this. It's kind of the idea. It takes the basic concept of I would say like pretty much a Stephen King. This is a once you watch it and kind of. Uh, unpack the twists and turns it definitely feels like a a very homegrown Stephen King film um kind of updated for today's audience Mm -hmm. and with a kind of cool story it's it's shot very slick I think it's it's a lot of fun okay um 
I just need to say, uh, so yeah, I'm notoriously, I love Australian cinema. It's just, uh, I really love what comes out of there. Um, this review sold me on it wow. alone on IMDb. It's a one star review and it just says miserable and depressing. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's me, baby. You're speaking my language before I forget, because it's talked about, or wait, I think we talked about on the J episode boozy. You need yeah. to watch Coming Home in the Dark before the end of the year. Yeah, the, I I was it's bummed on Netflix. I didn't, yeah, I saw that it was on Netflix. I was bummed I didn't get to see it at the festival. And Kyle, Kyle, I'd recommend it to you as well. But I've, holy, yeah, love loved that movie. But it, sorry, the synopsis and everything kind of just and the the photos I'm seeing of Sweet River it reminds me of Coming Home in the Dark. Hmm. Yeah, this scene, this sounds really interesting. I want to check this one out. Yeah, so I would definitely recommend that film. That's a newer one. On yeah, Tubi, the last two. F- it is on Tubi, correct? Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the last two films I'm going to talk about are both uh, '90s movies or a little bit earlier. So the first one, Kyle, you were going to want to follow along, and Mitch as well. Okay. You're going to want to like Google Google uh-huh. these movies as we go. So the first one is called Shockma from oh, 1990. I know this one. Okay. Uh, yeah, Mitch knows about Shockma. <laughs> I'm scared. Um, it's a creature feature, man. Of course, I know. Well, sort of. So How do I know S-H-A- this? Have we talked? About, we've talked about this movie before, have not, we? We probably have. Um, is it a baboon? This, <laughs> yes, it's a killer baboon. I'm. You know what? You probably know it because this is where I found about it. Is Red Letter Media yeah. did a, a review? That's of how. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Never mind. Never mind. So it wasn't us. Okay. It was the you know the better version yes. of us. <laughs> Yes, so, so they talk about how like it's, which is totally what this movie is. Is there's a really cute baboon, and I'll say that as someone who hates monkeys, is this baboon's pretty cute. But they just let it do whatever the fuck That's it funny. wants this entire movie, and you just have to watch it. Um, I also want to call this movie um, "Holding On to Doorknobs," yes. the movie, while a monkey <laughs> slams into the other side. It's a good title. <laughs> yeah. Um. But okay, so I'm gonna get, actually. I actually, this is a fun movie, guys. I want to be genuinely honest that this was super fun. So the whole idea is they're basically playing uh, like a big chess game. Not chess, oh, sorry, like a Dungeons and Dragons game. A role-playing game. Yeah, yeah. In, inside of this like vet clinic that has like multiple levels and As like elevators do. and all this stuff. Yeah, so um, they basically do this after hours this game and they don't realize that this monkey that's like infected with like what would be the equivalent of like the rage virus is just running around fucking them all up um i honestly think this is a ton of fun it has (laughs) like there there's all these cool computer effects and just the story itself i mean if you want to look they show a picture of shakma it's not from the actual movie it's like behind the scenes but he's like riding on a motorcycle yeah i'm looking at it right now (laughs) yeah so respect to any wikipedia page for a movie where it says shakma was once on netflix (laughs) (laughs) not not anymore but like it was was at one point which is tight I do have to say though they they did put some cool practical effects with like the bodies in here. They did a good job of that, and they keep showing like this one dude who has like his face melted. They fucking keep showing Shockma keeps like chewing on his face after the fact, wow. and it's kind of like grody. But yeah, I definitely I do, recommend this. I want to do more the, movies like this. The animal the was his name was Typhoon. Oh, love Pretty these. Cool. Typhoon is Shockma. Also uncredited, apparently. He he I'm was a typhoon. I'm trying to find Shockma riding it, the motorcycle, I'll, though. I can't I'll put find that in that chat. One. It's really good. It's it's so funny. Is he'll 
he'll like shock mode yes, like I wander around it. a hallway very <laughs> calmly and they'll add it they'll add like grunt sounds to it but then when he actually needs to do stuff he literally like jumps wow. a verticals like off all the walls and then Hell just yeah. slaps shit it's great no that fantastic all right so that go ahead <laughs> so that was Shockma from 1990. Definitely recommend people check this out. And this is the last. This is the last film I checked out, which was also on Tubi. This is from 1987, so you know roughly. Uh, this is Demon of Paradise. I, I sent you guys uh, a Snapchat of Demon of Paradise. <laughs> oh, I think I know it. Right, right. It reminded the Snapchat. Like I was like, yeah, what is that? And then he said it because it reminded me of that uh, scene in. Um, What's that awesome fucking movie that we watched, Prophecy, where uh, the there's like a, a sleeping bag oh. that gets like thrown and it explodes into feathers? <laughs> That's what it looks like. Okay, so I, the, basically I'm going to sum this up as, okay, Demon of Paradise is a monster that is part man, part fish beast. <laughs> And it lives in Hawaii, and it's kind of like basically they rip off the story of Jaws. Is that this resort and this lady's making a ton of money, and people keep dynamite fishing at the resort, um, which wakes up this monster, <laughs> and then he just attacks everybody, and that's pretty much the whole movie. And then at the end, it kind of does like uh, it. Honestly, it reminded me of like Benny Hill, like Scooby Doo chase thing is this monster chases everybody around but they also called in the military so then the military will chase around the monster and shoot him and then they'll be like okay he's dead and then he'll get up so all of them will run away again and it's it's so fun i wanted to add like the the benny hill music to it because they just chase each other around for like 20 <laughs> yeah 20 minutes at the end it was just do, 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 do. and then they end up just shooting him a lot and he blows up which is fantastic i I'm sorry I ruined the ending of Demon of Paradise. That's fine. If anyone it's was fine. Watching. <laughs> yeah, it's um, totally okay. Honestly, so many a strange wilderness. <laughs> I I think that like if you check out the images for it, I thought the actual like monster itself is really cool and more than I was expecting from this. Overall, if you want something fun, literally just skip to like the last 20 minutes of this and just watch them chase around this monster with machine guns. <laughs> it's super funny. Okay, this looks on insane. The list. This looks this looks like um yeah. Like one of like a like a cutscene from Power Rangers, but they kept in the Japanese footage and didn't do anything to it. Yeah, this that's what this looks yeah. like. Yes, yes, that's awesome. Are those those Saskatoon sirens? Or are those your guys' sirens? Wait, okay, those are shout Vancouver out Van City sirens. sirens. Great team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Westside National Anthem. Okay, so that was uh, that was great, you guys. Do you want to get start talking about? Do you want to start talking about our uh, main feature? Let's do it. Yeah, of course. All right. We'll see you all on the other side where we're going to be talking about inside. And welcome to our main feature presentation where we're going to be talking about Inside from 2007. Inside was directed by Alexandre Bustillo and Julianne Mori, and uh, it was written by Julianne Mori and Alexandre Bustillo. You got it the first time. Bustillo. We, we got you. Oh. Yeah. 
rolls I, off the, the trick the trick with french is you just gotta say it really fast almost any kind of language you just gotta say it really fast you just kind of have to go like blah 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 say it fast and it'll sound like you know <laughs> yeah what you're saying. you drop a quick blah 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 and you got it that is something that like i just yeah. i know it sounds ridiculous to say this, but i i want to get better at that like i was thinking about in 2022 i might try and learn a second language um Whoa. like just start i always think about that yeah like which one would you, second would, language would be tight what would you guys learn then you could just flex on your I've friends i've tried to and i know i can't learn another language i'm too far gone personally. what did you try what did you I've try tri- in high school i tried to, <laughs> in high school me and my best friend dan tried to learn japanese and failed I miserably knew, at i knew it, it. i knew kyle was doing. a japanese yeah, of course, guy yeah. and well, we were going to Japan as, like, an exchange program, and part of it was, like, you have to take these Japanese lessons before right, you go right. kind of thing. So we were like, okay, whatever. Makes sense. So bad at it. <laughs> and then, actually, a similar scenario, I, had to, I tried to learn Mandarin. So fucking bad at it. Yeah. Yeah, I, so I think it's I'd just be not hopeless, gonna, but I think I Maybe those are hard try. languages, harder than others. I'm not sure, but... Apparently, English sure. is the hardest one. I've, I've heard that, but that might be a, that might be a yes, white person English. sympathizer thing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> very well could be no like everywhere else has rules for like male and female most of the time yeah. no, Ours i think are just right. like, i think it is well, it's like you always have everyone has that friend who's a one-upper who has to be like well you think that's crazy well <laughs> it's like that's kind of what all white people yeah. feel about that's English. a good point that's a good point <laughs> Uh, okay, as like a reference of how like shitty English language is, oh, how would question. you spell Pfizer if you'd never seen it before? Pfizer. <laughs> Pfizer. Pfizer. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, it's been Pfizer yeah, from right? day one, but it's nobody wants Pifzer. to admit it. <laughs> I think everyone's been saying some, it wrong right, the, the whole time. It's always the well, the P is silent. Oh God, because it is. Here we like go. Psychology. I don't know. Inside. Inside is from 2007, and uh, yeah, the film centers around four months after the death of her husband. A woman on the brink of motherhood is tormented in her home by a strange woman who wants her unborn baby. <laughs> Insert guitar solo! <laughs> That's a breakdown, Kyle. I hope you actually do. Yeah, at- <laughs> I only believe in breakdowns. I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what a solo is. Because my life is a breakdown. Um, all right, you guys want to start talking about Inside. So this was a first-time watch for y'all. Of course. I, I saw this movie. It was after I discovered Martyrs. And, like, I, you guys know how much I, I fucking love Martyrs. I think that movie is borderline masterpiece. Uh, it's a great film. It's a very, very difficult film to watch. Uh, but it always get the inside always gets brought up in the same subject, you know, mm-hmm. obviously because it is a part of the new French extreme movement. So there's inside frontiers, martyrs, all that uh, jazz. Not that movie, all that jazz, but you know what I mean. <laughs> we know what you um, mean. <laughs> that's that's not a French extreme movie. Could be. Uh, but I think uh, let's lead off with uh, Kyle K- Kaiser. Um, <laughs> Kaiser oh, Permanente. I, I, I um, just, I, I'm not going to lie to you guys before we get going here, though. K-Dog. I did not know this was a Christmas movie. I was just Googling, like, Christmas horror movies, and I was like, fuck, we've it's done a- all of these. And then the other ones, I was like, man, all the ones that are worth really talking about, we've kind of done before. And then there's, like, other options, like P2. P2 is fun, uh, but I don't know how much... Co- it's not a feature. How much of a conversation a are we going to have about P2? This so, is definitely a pretty, like, unique Christmas cut. I'll definitely put yeah. it that way. <laughs> It's as much a Christmas movie yeah. as Die Hard is, definitely uh, because totally. it's, it's set totally. on Christmas. That's uh, that's about it. 
Um, um, and I, there's the gift, the the gift in the belly, the Mary Mary Magdalene. Sure, that whore. That's a good. <laughs> that's a good uh, way to put it. Um, I knew almost nothing about this film. In fact, the only time I ever glanced over it was when we did the Martyrs episode, and I was looking into like films. Worst poster ever, yeah. too. Um, like, like are, eh. we're talking about the stomach, the stomach one. Oh, yeah, the stomach was really okay because that yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, one because yeah. I saw it. It came out when I was working at Rogers Video, and we were stalking it. And I was like, "This is a prime example. Who the fuck would want to watch this?" Like sure. the the, the like dimension poster. It's it's pretty it's, cool. That was the yeah. DVD poster. Oh yeah. yeah, the alternate one's good. Yeah, um, but no, I know the one you're talking about. That one's disgusting. If I, <laughs> yeah, I would you would well, never ones. watch that? No, totally not. Like, I guess like, <sighs> where do I begin with this one? So it's definitely in the vein of Martyrs. I think it's hard not to sort of look at those films uh, in unison, to some extent at least. Um, it's very... has a similar tone to Martyrs even. Like, I don't want to dwell on the comp- comparison too much, but just kind of that like dreary, a dreary, really somber feel to it, especially, I guess, from maybe somber. like... The they f- want to depress you. Yeah, especially like the very first half of Martyrs, because Martyrs kind of becomes a little something else in, in, in a way. This kind of keeps that tone for a good majority of the film so the comparison is definitely justified um i found this to be a lot more uh like unrelenting than martyrs i found this to actually be a harder watch than martyrs personally because martyrs or i guess maybe any like extreme like even like uh torture porny type film like stuff like that high tension yeah like things films like that are a bit more you kind of I don't know. At at a certain point, you really become like numb to some of what you're seeing to an extent, or like you really kind of get the vibe and like visual look it's going for. It becomes part of the film, and it, by the time you get to the end of the film, it it's almost not phasing you, which is part of the genius of something like Martyrs. But besides the point, this, however, it has elements of that, but it's a lot more visceral, which it works for the film a lot because there's some kills in this film that I don't think I'll ever forget. Some of the stuff in this shit is, like, really hard to watch. Um, and for the most part, I really enjoyed it. However, I guess, like, as a whole, I'm I'm not sure if the film has a lot to say, which is kind of, like, a lame cop-out in a way. Like, kind of hate when people say that, but I do feel that way about this film. Like, I think it really kind of has, like, one note, and it does that note really, really well. But I wasn't left, uh, you know, my viewing experience feeling anything other than like dread and disgust which is fucking a great way to feel after watching a great horror film but beyond that like i don't know if i'll be pondering this film too too much no um, it's not an orb it's definitely not an orb. <laughs> but 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 i but i for the most part i, I actually really dug this and i, I think this kind of like stream of film and stream of horror films i generally dig i think the extremity of it kind of i don't know it's still shocking to me which i mean as is kind of a disgusting thought in a way. Like I need to be shocked to be entertained still to, to a degree, but we're humans. That's how we, that's how we are. And that's that aspect of it is really effective on me. And um, yeah, for the most part, I, I dug it. I don't know. What, what did you guys think? Boozy, what did you, you want think? me to go now? Yeah. Okay. So this is also my first time seeing this and that's by choice. I, I knew the subject matter of this. <laughs> I was just terrified to watch it. I think, I don't know, like, I, I'm sure I've talked about this a little bit on the podcast, but 
probably one of the things that if not the thing that grosses me out the most is like childbirth i don't know it's just it i think it's just from like alien ruined me like just things exploding and like you know face huggers looking like vaginas and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um (laughs) so like the human body just naturally grosses me out anyway so um I, I stayed away from this as long as I could and then it was like okay we're doing this Merry Christmas uh, Merry Christmas everybody um, but I I loved this I thought this was fantastic whoa, whoa. That, I did not see that coming no way uh, yeah um, I, I think that once again it, it's a combination of just being an overly dreary and bleak movie and i like the nothingness of it that the kyle mentioned where like it doesn't have anything to say this like i don't i don't know if mitch you can see the same roots as a, uh, that i'm kind of going with is yeah like halloween there's yeah, a, yeah i could see black, black christmas, christmas yeah. to this mean. where it's just a very straight yeah it's just a very straightforwardness even something like uh yes. you know like the strangers all this is, is when you get down to it is just uh this is a home invasion movie this is this is a siege movie and there's a very un and it's got like slasher elements too yeah. in a oh, way. you totally. woke me up here but you woke wow. you up uh, Kyle was putting you to sleep with his insightful. No, no, it's, it's, it's because Whatever, bro. no, it's Kyle. No, Kyle, it's not. Kidding. Jesus Christ, it wasn't that at all. It was because I was like, all right, next ten minutes is going to be boozy. Just saying, like, obviously this isn't your thing. Because while I was watching it, I was like, why do I keep right. doing this to boozy? Why? Well, uh, interesting. Yeah, th- this is a cool like kind of a. I love yeah. Kind it's of a surprise, but I get it. Like I think, in a way, like. The, the approach this film takes it kind of like it i mean this in a good in a good way it like kind of dilutes what it's doing and it kind of just like amplifies that in a way you know like yes. it, it puts it on full force yeah and 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 like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie on this one is 100 percent like there are parts of this where i i just looked away all right you know i'd kind of look back and 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 that's just because it like it's it is terribly disgusting that that's part of part of this is and it the the end of this is probably one of the most grossest things i've ever seen i i i could barely <laughs> it's uh, it, a bloodbath <laughs> it's a literal but and mess. They, basically so this movie does everything that if you were put in that situation where it was like a yes or no of what something was going to happen it it gives you in the most visceral and and most blunt way it shows you the the worst parts of everything totally Totally. And there's there's just something so unrelenting about it. And any time your character has room to breathe, you you can't go anywhere. Like there's never any solace once this once this gets mm-hmm. going. Any relief your character has is like immediately <laughs> fucked. Yeah. To build on that, boozy, I will say <laughs> that like anyone that I felt, I, I, I think it was successful in that way actually because this easily could have annoyed me where it's like oh fuck she just can't catch a break but i I wasn't necessarily annoyed if that makes any sense right she wasn't like running uh and tripping every two seconds exactly like obviously i i i like i sympathized and wanted some levity for her Mm -hmm. just as like a a viewer but like in terms of the narrative like it wasn't necessarily like totally fucking like nonsenseless in that way either like it it wasn't like goofy or like it didn't do that so many times that i thought it was just kind of like repetitive so that's actually a really good point i think that is definitely Mm -hmm. a strong suit of it and and the other thing is uh, i feel like there's a ton of good analogies you could go with this but uh, maybe it 
knocks into, and I'm sure somebody has a great thesis about this somewhere, that th- this movie like knocks your brain because uh, our our basic wiring is to always want to protect youth, right? So even when you're watching it on screen, you're watching this pregnant woman like right, anytime right. she she trips or moves too much. So so the kind of analogy I'm thinking is is it's like watching an action movie where somebody has like an uh, um an egg on a spoon and they're like running around. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You, totally. <laughs> And and I think that like I don't know, it's just I think it's something rooted in your brain where you're just like, lady, be careful, you're spilling, you're spilling, you're spilling like, the egg, you're gonna drop the egg. It, yeah, and then I think the parts where maybe that it takes me out of it a little bit is when it goes into the baby. That seems oh. a little bit much. Then it kind of turns into like a Resident <laughs> Evil Slipknot video yeah, yeah. with that. That's stuff. true. I didn't. I don't like that either. <laughs> it's my point. Yeah. I it just it felt jarring, and I don't know. Like maybe if this came out in a different decade like the same movie came out in a different decade and they were using different technology like this is a classic case of that's a, a very mid-2000s look in itself there's a remake i i actually started watching it but i Beautiful. didn't get to finish it to talk about it so i'm hoping i'll get to that next time yeah i've i've, I've heard bad things right, but yeah. i still want to but everyone always shits on every I, remake you know yeah, I'm. I'm just like there's a morbid curiosity. I think it's because I like this so much. It's like, oh, what can this, uh, you know, the the new antagonist yeah. add to it, or what can what kind of gross yeah. shit can they do? Okay, so yeah, that that's a wicked. So- yeah, Daddy, it's Mitch time. Baby. It's Mitch time. Daddy's home. <laughs> so Mitch, you're the only one who's who's seen this before. Yeah. Okay. So I saw it, and I'm gonna be completely honest. Uh, the first time I watched it, I only remember not really liking it and i think because the only thing i remembered was the fetus povs like the the shots of the fetus which you guys have both mentioned now which are pretty bad to be fair they are bad but i've softened on yeah i've i kind of i like i had a blast watching this movie a blast uh, i yeah because it's so fucking crazy just a big smile like oh, just Mitch, like, no, cross, like i was just laying clapping. by my like yeah, i watched yeah, this yeah. by myself and i was just like man this movie's fucking nuts it is and nuts. it and kyle you're entirely right there is no point there's no you're not it that's what separates this movie from martyrs is that martyrs will captivate you for a couple days after if you really want to totally exactly like, you don't have to but it's there no yeah exactly yeah. but the sole purpose of inside was to put you through hell totally. and it does a fucking great job at that these guys racked up a fucking body count for a film that stars two people so well um, like that's what the kills. I couldn't believe like, I like, so I was so happy that I actually forgot most of it. I remembered certain things. Like I remembered, uh, I remembered her hand getting stabbed with the, the scissors into the wall and everything. I, and I knew that she ended up locked in the bathroom and then the baby fetus and that's it. Uh, so I love Boozy's analogy of her running around with holding a spoon with an egg. <laughs> it's, it's the funniest thing I've ever heard. Um, but yeah, this this movie it's just it's bloody, it's intense, and it's cringe-inducing from start to finish. Oh, and so many there's totally. a lot of it's hard. To there's watch. a lot of merit in that. Like there's a lot. Like this is something that I've kind of. I don't know if it says a lot about if it like you know it's an issue with me. But I've just become so desensitized to stuff that it's nice being, it's nice for me to go into that cringed-induced state 
and this movie still totally, still brings that I, I think like it is completely devoid of logic and i don't give a shit about that it's such a bizarre movie that like the there's so many moments where it's just like okay okay obviously that wouldn't happen but it's like also yeah. it's a fucking movie and it's like kill bill but in a house and like with two yeah, characters yeah that kind of stuff didn't bother me much to be honest like it, it all felt like pretty it made sense in the world that the movie built like it wasn't like it wasn't like so stupid where it was like well now whatever happens next is bullshit because this happened yeah i never felt that way no i i think it's it's also just more so like there it's so easy i think that's yeah. a thing that happens with extreme french films though is that people read in too much about what well, would that really happen it's like Okay, that, get out of town. Yeah, you got you gotta you gotta take a lap now. It's a movie, and its its sole purpose is to gross you out and to, but it's a different kind of gross out. Like I know, like we were talking about, like Drag Me to Hell is gross because it's like they're she's vomiting, getting fucking vomit and maggots and worms in her mouth. And That's teeth a different all the time. Yeah, and chins, <laughs> sucking on chins. Um, <laughs> but it's completely That's like different. A... Like it, Fuck, what makes me? It's so uncomfortable, and it's like. I, I feel like they must have had something to say by having the intruder, you know, hover above her when she when she's like nearly dead and she starts like making out with her. Like they're trying to say something there. Though that's where you could put the negatives for me is it's like, did we need that? But at the same time, it's just uncomfortable imagery. And that's kind of what the whole movie is. And there's so many moments, though, where it's like. They handle a kill in a really shocking and fun way. Like, it's weird to say fun. But, like, when the cop gets his head blown off is one of my favorite moments in the whole movie. Yeah, it's just like, you finally think, it's like, hey, well, you know, there's we're 50 minutes into the movie. Obviously, this dude's done. But I wasn't expecting his head to fucking just explode right as soon yeah. as he opens the door. And it's just... The mother kill. The mother oh, kill yeah. was so fucking insane. Are you talking about where she stabs her in the neck? Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Like, she oh. doesn't realize who she's about to attack, and it's it's that one really got me. That yeah. one really got me. Oh yeah. I, I will say, like Mitch, you you kind of like sparked a point when you were when you were talking about there. Is I I feel like even when they they do stuff like how you're mentioning, she kisses her at the end, and and some of the violence in that way with like the weird kind of romance elements tucked into that character. I I kind of liked that more in like there it makes this character deranged. seem more yeah. like unrelenting, almost like she's yeah, controlling and, and her too. Deranged, she knows that like, she can get that close with her and still not have to worry. Yeah, she's true. so in control. Ex it's yeah, it's like a it's like a cat playing with like a mouse. Um, and and I like I like that, which I I feel like that's a little more direct in terms of intent versus like I I think in terms of just being over the top gross out for no reason would be like terrifier. Like I I think that this yeah. this yeah, at I, least I, yeah. had had some fun stuff to do with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, you're entirely right. And like speaking about like because we had already mentioned like because uh, when I had first watched this, I had never picked up on the correlations between how similar it actually is to just slashers in general, like Black Christmas and Halloween and stuff. To me, the mm -hmm. scariest part of the entire movie is right... It's near the beginning. It's when she's getting the photos developed oh, yeah, yeah. and she's in the dark room and, like, there's... Like, the imagery is fucking great in that. But it's when the police finally leave and she's sitting on her couch and you can see, like, the shape of the woman standing there behind her 
And it just, as the camera is slowly backing out, these are first time filmmakers. They had never made a movie before this. So that's what's also like, it gets me so revved up mm-hmm. when I see like talent like this. Like they're, they're so, they may not have story completely fucking worked out. No one, like, it's so rare. Like, I, I just want to see creative and cool things. And how the camera just slowly backs out and you see the woman slowly fade into the back. Yeah, that was and it's that's like, fucking sick. That's one of the scariest things I've ever seen. And I know it sounds hyperbolic, but I truly, like, as someone who sees mm-hmm. everything, I think that that scene is one of the scariest things I've ever seen. Because it's like she's so close to her and you don't know what's coming yet. The, the carnage hasn't begun. And she's just kind of fades into the background. It's like, was she really there? Or are we seeing that? Is that an illusion? And it's like, no, you know, she's in the house now. And I love that. I think that there's so many really cool moments like that in this movie. The violence is... I used to be a guy who, when I first saw this, like, I need violence with a purpose. Um, I don't feel that way anymore. I think that there's a place for these movies that can... And I think it might be because I've been more exposed to midnight screenings and film festivals and places where like you got to imagine like being in an audience and how like it's so infectious when you're in a crowd and people are all reacting at the same time to something so bizarre and crazy Mm -hmm. and this movie has that like front just in spades uh there there's a lot of stuff that i just really really love about this movie i think at the end of the day it's like right it's it doesn't have a whole lot to say but it is just a fun, cra- like I will call this fun. It's a fun Christmas film. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's just you could put it right on after Christmas with the cranks. I know. Merry Christmas, yeah, baby. It's, it, it's a while. This would be a fun Did double feature know? with uh, Bo Burnham. I totally inside, forgot that this is you know? our Christmas. I thought about show. that too. One of my other favorites of the year. Uh, uh, yeah. Did you guys know that these guys were supposed to direct Halloween too? Like Rob Zombie's Halloween too? Interesting. No, I didn't know that. That would have been wow. so fucking yeah. wild. Uh, like, even, like, as someone who's not a fan of zombies stuff, and especially his Halloween movies, like, I and I, I don't hate Halloween too, but I would have loved to see what these guys were to done cool. with a Halloween movie. What do you guys think of the score? I thought the score was fucking awesome. Oh, so good. Yes. Yeah, so I was, yeah, I had yeah. it in my notes. It really, it awesome. like, mm-hmm. especially, like, in the last act, by the time it had built up and you had gotten, like, comfortable with it, it added so much stress and anxiety to what was happening, which I think actually helped because, like, at a certain point, you kind of, like, are used to, like, all these, like, horrible things happening to her to an extent, right? But, like, with that score, like, still pounding and kind of, like, it, you know, right. reacting and anticipating like the things that were happening on screen, it like made those moments that almost felt or yeah. that could have felt repetition, repeti- repetitious, sorry, not feel repetitious, super engaging. Uh, yeah, no, it, it, you're entirely right. There, there's there's right. so many of those moments in this thing, and I just love also that it's. I, I get that it's a horror movie, and it's funny though because even outside of horror movie logic, police are always fucking oh, yeah. useless. Why are they always so yeah, fucking useless? Just, fucking, just pigs. And I know I I use the I use this platform all the time to shit on cops, but fuck, <laughs> like they give they give them she gives them an an actual photo of her. It's like there's nothing. Yeah, we, we can't can do, do with nothing this. with this. This is bullshit. But how about how about those photos where it's like let's get this kid to draw something and be like, what did you see? It's like it looks nothing like them. You know, it's like that photo. Yeah, it was blurry, but you could absolutely do something with that. Like you can see who it is. Also, the cop that was at like the fuse box when he's like <laughs> confronted again, I really don't like that scene because it kind of like yeah. 
I for a second I was like, wait, is he zombified? Is this taking like a yeah. weird turn? I know that's not like I mean, I had to go back to what when he was like, oh. like to make sense of what was happening. Like it makes perfect sense or sense enough, I guess. But explain it to me then, because uh, it still doesn't. Okay, so I think I missed that. He was like, his eyes were blacked out or whatever. So when he when she attacked him, he didn't realize who was attacking her, and he thought it was the whatever the intruder. So that's why he went at her all crazy. He couldn't real. He didn't realize who he was attacking. Kind of the same way why she attacked his, his mom. Blacked out? She attacked her mom. Sorry. What? Yeah, but why were his eyes blacked out? Why? Why did he have the rage virus? <laughs> I, I, she. Uh, I don't know. She did some weird shit to him in the dark. I don't know. <laughs> You're thinking too much. You're thinking too much. Or something. But I was <laughs> nervous that it was taking a weird, like, supernatural turn, and I was like, ah, I don't know. <laughs> but that was not the case. Yo, that flamethrower to the face, though, is so good. Literally. So good. Literal fire. Okay, so so Kyle kind of mentioned way back, I'm going to trail back here, he mentioned a word to describe this film perfectly is stressful. This Mm -hmm. this entire thing felt stressful, and I think that's a great, a sign of a great film is that it gives you a reaction. If if I was, like, more interested in, like, checking out my phone or something, then it wouldn't move the needle, but it was 100%. It was like, oh, God, what is this lady going to have happen next? Dude, I'm totally. Like, you, for I, well, you said the same thing, but it was like, you had to look away. Like, you didn't want to watch, but you wanted to know what happened. And that, to me, is like, a, that, I mean, that's a good thing. Yeah. And, and the other part is that, like, d- um, does the lady being pregnant, does that automatically make her a yeah. more likable character like is that That's why we cheer well, for her, her husband she doesn't just really seem that likable <laughs> well, so, but at the same Maybe, time she did you know, all she caused a miscarriage yeah, yeah that or did she though like that's what that's just kind of muddy for me too that you could answer that question for me as well because like it was that it was her that she had the car accident with, right the collision yeah, yeah, yeah. so I, th- I think so yeah i think like <clears throat> however you who whatever like where mm-hmm. you where you want to place the blame i guess i don't know but like because of that car accident she lost her child so mm-hmm. i don't know and mommy wanted one and mommy wanted one honestly it's it's a, a ridiculously pure revenge kind of movie. is i get I, I was happy that there was also a heist movie <laughs> <laughs> we gotta steal this they're stealing it <laughs> um i guess like this and oh heat best heist movies of all time inside and heat like maybe that like twist or however you want to put it the reveal like maybe it wasn't like super profound but i do think it, it like works enough where like it like it makes the rest of the film at least like have some sort of like reasoning i i was worried that there was going to be no reasoning in hindsight maybe i would have liked it more if there wasn't i don't yeah. know like i don't know the last image is pretty fucking chilling though it's like yeah that's she's like a mongoloid yeah. burnt up fucking mess and yeah. it's she's just rocking the baby it is a, it is baby. a really striking image but I, I don't know maybe i would have liked it more if it was just like so unrelenting or she was just like this like how's she gonna psycho? drop that baby off to school hard to tell <laughs> hard to tell maybe probably homeschool yeah it's gonna be homeschool let's get this is gonna be carrie i don't know if she was planning for 18. that at the time yeah. like that's like all homeschool parents let's be honest yeah it's true this is yeah this is how homeschooled kids are created <laughs> <laughs> the origin story. Yeah. Also, it's so, it's unfortunate that none of us have the insight to. I wish that there would be like a female perspective on this. Like, 
as as a like unfortunately i i cannot bear i i have a friend who's a female i feel like i could i can speak for them now boozy what's your question like i would i feel like you know like there's a little bit of detachment as as men that we cannot uh produce a child so like there do you know what i mean there's a little bit of that watching this film so i i wonder as like as as women watching this how how much more stressful like do you know what i mean because like would their fight or flight in terms of wanting to protect a child i brought most you know i brought this up last episode too with like our guest morgan because i remember i watched this movie with her back in the day and i remember she wasn't impressed because like most women like childbirth is fucking terrifying it's terrifying like it sounds ridiculous to say this as, as men but I, I'm terrified oh, for them. Like that—that that is such a horrifying concept, yes, and it's like, 100%. holy fuck, is it so shit? You guys got dealt such a shitty hand, where you're the ones who have to deal with this. Um, but I remember, like, she was very like, it's it's dude, that's not 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 a pleasant situation in the best of terms. Totally. Let alone someone coming in like the the scene where she like first makes the incision in her stomach it's so Ugh. cringe-inducing inducing. we have no idea what that feels like but at the same time it's just like uh, oh my god well i think we right. do because one yeah. time we had our foreskin removed it's true of us yeah now. yeah rip major um, rip to mine to our foreskin. except kyle kyle still um. has his foreskin <laughs> Kyle, you still got Kyle your Kyle, after watching this, as we sit in his room. With it. <laughs> Holy shit. You got, we got to explain that. Kyle just pulled out. He has a Pikachu that has... It's Shout a out Gavin Baird for this. Pikachu that has like a sleeping um, bag. Outfit. <laughs> this is a hard one to describe. <laughs> but <laughs> it's literally... More or less. A circums- an uncircumcised Pikachu is what it is. Like it's him in a, in a bunny hug. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I forgot to tell you guys. I worked security the other night for my buddy's club. What, the worst job I've ever had. Like, hands down, don't ever work security. If you ever have yeah. a chance to not do it, don't do it. People don't respect I have a chance it. to not do it all the time. <laughs> that was the first time that I'd done it. But uh, a, a woman from Nova Scotia got so mad at me because she found out I was from Saskatchewan. And she's like, you guys call it bunny hugs. Because, you know, bunny hugs is a thing right, in Saskatchewan. Right. That's not a thing anywhere else. Have have we mentioned that on the I'm sure we've mentioned on the podcast. That we're from Saskatchewan? We do it every episode. No, no, no. That, like, that for some reason in Saskatchewan we call, like, sweaters yeah. or pullovers, whatever the fuck people call it's them. The mo- we call them bunny hugs. Except for we don't. Like, I never fucking call it that. Uh, I did. I did. And I actually have tried buying merch and I call it a bunny hug. And they're like, what? What? <laughs> oh, I'm always just like, can I get that sweater? That sweater? It was just, I'm telling you, as a person who is 100% sober, dealing with someone who's falling over, Steph. saying, you created bunny hugs. It was it's, you, Mitch Oliver, yeah. the creator like, of bunny hug. Exactly. Hey, are you Mitch <laughs> Oliver, the creator of the saying yeah. bunny hug? Oh man, not... <laughs> working security? Not pleasant. <laughs> so you can say that I can kind of relate to what this woman went through. Yeah, I think... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you can I think, too. Yeah, I checked same out. grounds. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, no wild, wild movie. Like I'm very wild. I'm very happy that I revisited it, but it was that time where guys, we I feel like we all should like make an investment to yeah. watch the remake. You guys go hard. I got, I got an shit episode I on it, but see. I would I would I'm just love to like follow up. <laughs> I'm going to try and do that. I would love if one of you <laughs> 
I really liked this movie. Like, oh, I loved it. That's why I don't need to see the remake. Like, I, well, you're I, always just. I'm always just interested if someone made their own version of like Halloween and called it Halloween, like Rob and just Zombie, did it in, like that's Japan. I mean, that's yeah, or, you know, but just like did it overseas. I'd want to see it still. We still got to do. I I Plus, got that. It's still in the wrapping. But a friend oh, yeah. bought me the uh, American Werewolf in London porn parody. It's still wrapped. I haven't unwrapped it yet. Wait, what's what's its uh, what's its funny title called? I'm pretty sure the <laughs> only thing it, I got. It's one of the only things I brought with me to Vancouver. <laughs> Mitch has yeah, a couple literally, of milk crates. Mitch has like a couple of milk crates, and then just that <laughs> nah, DVD. Uh, crate. <laughs> it's called. <laughs> Are Honestly, American Werewolf in London XXX, oh. and it's starring it's starring Sophie D, Lexi oh, Ward, Jesse Andrews, Valerie Fox, all those Riley Jensen, Brett wow. Rossi. I'm sure I'm sure yeah. their parents are oh proud God. of each and every one. <laughs> you know the scene where uh, the werewolves of the SS break in mm-hmm. in American Werewolf in London. They're, there's uh, two girls. Very controversial yeah, scene. There's two girls making out um, on the back here in those masks. Dude. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, you guys want to wrap this up? Wrap it up. Let, we'll wrap it up and yeah. gift, it. And gift yeah. it to you guys next year. Wrap it up like a yeah, mummy. Wrap up Let's get it. And gift it. Yeah. Guys, are you excited for 2022? I am. I am. For the first time in my life, I am. I'm like... Yeah. All right. Now let's don't bring do it down let's not by do this. saying, "Man, it's been so long that we've been in fucking COVID." Nine hundred years. Like, do you guys remember what it was like before the? No, I'm. Just, I don't want to end Christmas like. That's hey, how Christmas let's usually get, let's ends get in it my family. Going. At least. Let's, I remember there's one year where my family was fighting because we we're trying to figure out what movie we wanted to watch, and I wanted to show my family District Nine. But my sister wanted to watch All About Steve. Whoa! And Bad I said pick. to them, I was like. I said to them, I was like, oh, and then guess what happened? So we what started District 9, trial. and then it got called torture porn, weirdo stuff. Um, it's nothing like that. And I was like, okay, okay, we'll watch all about Steve. Uh, I'll make a bet. Sandra Bullock falls down a couple times, and it's really funny. She falls into a hole. Ten minutes in the movie, she's fallen into two holes. And everyone in the family is like, Mitch called Honestly, it. She's yeah, always Just falling. cackling. Mitch called just it. Just cackling up. Yeah. Well, no, they didn't say Mitch called it. They were just laughing, having the best time of their lives. Like, oh, look, at she fell in the hole. Look at this bitch in the hole. Your family must have loved the movie <laughs> Holes. Just the whole time, oh. laughing through the whole thing. Like, look, they love Treevenge. Beautiful. They love Treevenge. I'll tell you that much. All right. Yeah. Let's wrap it up, guys. And yeah. So this was a blast. This was actually. Uh, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I, I for some reason came into this thinking I was like, oh god, this is gonna be one of those episodes where I suggested <laughs> a movie and both of the boys are. No, gonna it's be good. Like, it was a good one. Come on, <laughs> come on, man. Uh, but this was a pleasant surprise. Yeah, I really yeah. like this. I like it a lot more than I did back in the day. I'm gonna watch this again eventually um, because yeah. I there are a lot of scenes where I only saw bits and pieces between my fingers, totally. but. Uh, <laughs> Definitely, I'm glad you chose this one, 100%. And I think that this will be a great movie to get around the fire. Uh, you know, yeah. the, Granny you know, will love Christmas. this one. Your your grandparents are yeah. over. Kids are laughing. I love throw I love on. the idea of uh, like a smash cut of all the baby fetus scenes, but with my plague Slipknot playing. <laughs> That's like the funniest thing. Just freak on the leash too. There's like a freak on a leash cut. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Yeah. I want. I bet there's gotta be like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Someone please make this cut. But it's just like yeah, the scatting we'll you, parts. You can get a director credit on IMDb <laughs> if you do that. <laughs> All right. Well, is there anything you guys want to uh, say before we close off? This will be the last time people hear from us in 2021. The next time they're going to hear from us is in 2022, where we'll be talking about our favorite things in oh 2021. Huge. Well. Merry Christmas and to all a good night. Um, Merry Christmas, everyone. Uh, thank you for another yeah, year of, of hanging with us. I think next year we're definitely going to be more consistent. I, I think that this year was all over the place. So mm -hmm. just keep rolling with the punches and we're going to have a great time. I think we have a lot of good shit coming up. We have a lot of cool guests uh, in the pipeline. Yeah, tons. Lined so up. it's going to be great. Yeah, We're banging with strange. Don't, don't yeah, you get are. me started. All right, and the last thing I will say is, um, yeah, Merry Christmas, everybody, and fuck 12. Fuck 12. All right. Fuck 12, indeed. Right. See you guys next time. See you next year. <laughs> Whoa, see you next year. <laughs> oh, yeah, see you in 2022 on The Terror Table. Oh, you boys got shit oh, so bad. Oh, Merry Christmas.